What is up, guys? You are listening to New Generation Hero Talk. I am your host, EJ Stewart, and we have a great show lined up for you today. Major developments for San Diego Comic-Con next month. Kevin Feige, Marvel Studio President, announcing that Marvel will have a big presentation in Hall H at Comic-Con next month. That is big news. That is not what we've been hearing for the past several weeks and months. The word was that Marvel actually wouldn't be doing anything at San Diego Comic-Con, and that any major announcements would be kicked to potentially D23. Now we're learning that July, San Diego Comic-Con will indeed have a Marvel presence, so we'll get our reactions and our thoughts on what we could expect to hear from Marvel at that convention. We'll also be talking about what DC may have in store, which sounds like will be very little. There are reports out that they may be having a more subdued presence at San Diego Comic-Con due to the new leadership by CEO uh, David Zaslav. So we'll, we'll ask... We'll discuss, you know, the strategy behind that and whether that makes sense for DC. And I thought interesting comments regarding the future of John Krasinski. Of course, if you have not watched Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, first of all, what are you doing? You should check it out. We all really thought it was a good movie. Second of all, that is the debut of John Krasinski as Reed Richards. But there were some comments from Feige. Well, not comments from Feige, comments from... Sam Raimi about Feige casting Krasinski that now is shedding some doubt potentially that Krasinski will be moving forward as the MCU's Reed Richards. So plenty of stuff to get to on today's show. Joining me are my co-hosts, starting with Shamari Stewart and Sham uh, Kendall, who was also on the podcast, uh, alluded to something that was very interesting, and I do think it's 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 a good conversation starter for this show. Uh, John Campia, of course, at the John Campia show on YouTube, he had posted a tweet today saying this was today as in 12, 12, 12, 22 a.m. So actually for him, it might have been yesterday, but for Eastern East Coast people, it was today, very early this morning, overnight. He posted a tweet about the Madden Web Project. Of course, that's being um, produced by Olivia Wilde. Um, it is being it stars Dakota Johnson. We just learned that Emma Roberts is now going to be part of that project as well. But he actually posted a tweet casting doubt about whether or not this actually is going to be a Madden Web movie. I'll read his quote here, Sham. He says, for weeks I've heard whispers that the upcoming Madden Web project with Dakota Johnson isn't actually a Madden Web project at all, but rather something else under the guise of Madden Web. Even Deadline has alluded to it. But I haven't found any proof of that anyone else. So this is the first I'm hearing of this, Sham. I do find it interesting that We've talked kind of a bunch about Madam Web, and when we heard that Dakota Johnson was being cast, it, it was a little weird considering how young Dakota Johnson is. Though maybe we thought this would be a younger Madam Web. Um, what do you make of Campia floating this out there that maybe this whole Madam Web report reporting of a movie being an entire ruse? Do Do you think this is possible? Um. I mean, I, I I do think that uh, it's possible that this is not a Madam Web movie, um, because I mean, just from the start, you know, we I know all of us were kind of wondering why they were making a Madam Web movie, and I'd imagine most Spider-Man fans even would be wondering why they're making a Madam Web movie. Uh, you know, maybe even most Madam Web fans, if there even are Madam Web fans, I'm sure there are some, but. You know, but, you know, um, not sure you're totally sure why they'd be making a Madam Web movie. Um, but, you know, I mean, it just so this would not surprise me at all uh, if this was not a Madam Web, you know, project, but something that where Madam Web is one of is a character or even a central character. Right. I mean, I think that's reasonable, makes sense. Um, you know, similar to how maybe we got the, uh, um, um, I, I mean, I guess, uh, the, uh, birds of prey, mm-hmm. uh, you know, movie and the, uh, the Harley Quinn, I mean, a Harley Quinn movie. And it's kind of like the, just kind of a, a mix kind of between right. the two. Yeah. It's maybe something similar to that. Where it's like, you know, is it a Madam Web movie? Maybe, maybe not, but she is a very central part of the, the story. So I'm thinking that maybe, maybe what is going on here. It's it's funny, Kendall, that Shamari mentions uh, that 
that whole, you know, Birds of Prey, Harley Quinn movie situation, which a lot of people forget. People forget that there was supposed to be um, a Gotham City Sirens movie that would have included probably Harley Quinn. And then the Birds of Prey would have been was an entirely different movie. And that they were going to also do a Harley Quinn solo movie. And it seemed like they kind of just mishmashed all those ideas together and turned into the kind of female team up that we saw in Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey or whatever the hell they called that movie. Um, the Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. Um, when I think about this, Kendall, when I heard the Dakota John, excuse me, the Emma Roberts casting today, and I combined it with Johnson and Sweeney, who was casted earlier as well, I started to think, wow, this is actually becoming one of the more female forward superhero movies we've had. And I was trying to think, what are the other ones we've had? And the first one I thought was, well, it will probably rival the Marvels, which will be coming out next year. But then the other thing I thought was, oh, wait, there was that Harley Quinn Birds of Prey movie that was, you know, the kind of the first iteration of that. And that does make me wonder, could we be seeing a combined film situation be happening? Because we've talked long about their uh, interest in doing something with Black Cat. There was a time where it was a Black Cat and, and a Silver Sable movie. We now have three pretty prominent actresses uh i would say emma and dakota are pretty big and sweeney is a rising star i wonder if maybe some of those ideas are being combined with this and as shamari is mentioning that maybe madam webb is a is a is a fixture of it and maybe she's a part of it but it's not necessarily a madam webb movie and perhaps maybe even Ideas have evolved since we first heard about this. Maybe this isn't necessarily a ruse, but that, you know, they're just kind of adjusting course. Do you see that as a possibility, or how do you see these potential rumors that the Madam Web project isn't an actual Madam Web project? Yeah. I mean, I think that. So this is a concept that isn't um, this idea or this. this, this 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 theory isn't something that is new, um, you know. Something we talked about on this show when this when this was uh, announced that you know yeah it's Madam Web but like you said it doesn't make much sense you know nobody was necessarily banging down the door for a Madam Web movie so um, given the um, given the nature of No Way Home and what we thought it could possibly potentially be we thought I mean maybe some sort of Spider Verse movie some sort of live action Spider Verse movie. Um, and that still, in theory, could be the case, but we don't. Obviously, we don't know what what it's going to end up being. But, um, but like you said, now you start to think maybe Sony was like looking at their portfolio and they're like, you know, we need our own birds of prey, you know, and that's that's very possible because they've casted now, you know, three three uh, potentially leading actresses for, you know, Sony, you know, for for this level of movie. Right. You know, any one of them could could could, lead, could probably be the lead of this movie, um, and and be it be justifiable. You know, you're not going to cast Emma Roberts to, you know, to to be a you know a side character. Yeah, big character, right? Yeah, yeah, a big character. So, um, so it, it's 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 interesting. Uh, again, like I said, but I start to think, you know. Is it going to be like Birds of Prey in the sense also that that these interactions or these team ups are going to be forced? You know, I mean, we talked about the idea of a of a Black Cat Silver Sable movie at at a, at a point in time, but you know, we're going to say, oh, and then we're going to throw Spider Gwen in there, or we're going to throw, right. you know, Silk in there, or we're going to throw this right. one and that one, and all these different characters. It's possible. I mean, they did it with Birds of Prey, right. you know, to varying success, but. Um, but yeah, I mean Sony. I, look, I mean I don't, I don't really trust them. Obviously, Morbius. I still haven't seen that movie. Uh, <laughs> Venom two eventually took me took me a year plus, but maybe not a year plus, but it took me a couple months before I ended up seeing that movie. Um, so yeah, I don't, and I don't think that I necessarily needed to see it. But um, so yeah, I don't trust them with these extra Spider-Man movies, but. Yeah, it's an interesting idea. I, I would, if you asked me, would I be more excited for this if you told me Madam Web wasn't a Madam Web movie? I would say yes. I if agree you told, with that. 
would I be more excited? Of, would I be more excited if it's you know this team up movie? I would still say yes, but I wouldn't be like I wouldn't be, go through the roof. But I, I would be more excited still. Yeah, if I had a choice between this being a Madam Web movie or the Field, I'm taking the Field. I don't know what the I don't know I don't know what the Field would be. It could be anything. But if it was anything but a Madam Web movie, I would take the Field and say, yeah, I'm more interested in that. And I know. Madam Web as a character, there's some potential for a lot of Spider-Verse action with that character. But I guess the reason why I'm becoming less and less enthused about an actual Madam Web movie is because we're seeing from Sony that the ability to really connect in any major way to other Spider-Man properties isn't really being done with what we've seen from these first three Sony spider linked movies there was nothing in the first venom movie second venom movie had nothing but a post credit scene that made you think okay something interesting may happen and then we got to uh you know the spider-man movie which kind of retconned that and seemed to not seem to take the tom hardy world and tom hardy character away from the larger spider-man universe or at least the mcu and then morbius i thought was a nothing burger when it came to um, a lot of that stuff, though there was a post-credit scene that that I don't even know what to make of it really, because it's it just there still doesn't seem really much too much of a plan for how to connect what happened in that with everything else that's happening in the MCU. So nothing I've seen from them has really enthused me to want to see more of that kind of connection. So I'd prefer this almost to be anything else than that if that's what they're gonna. Unless they're going to convince me that, no, we really are going to try to make real strong connections to the Spider-Man multiverse, the Spider-Verse in a major way. Until that happens, I'm, you know, give me something else. Because I'm definitely not fiending to see a Madam Web movie. Um, I'm not a Madam Web fan. Uh, I thought her entry into the Spider-Man cartoon was among the worst. And... This is just not something that really excites me. I know there will be people who disagree. There will be people who feel like there's a lot of potential there, and I don't. I think there is potential, but I just feel like, as we're seeing with a lot of these movies, like we set our expectations so high that that, that they're almost impossible to, to be met. So it's like, unless they really have major, major things they're going to do with this film, and it's going to be even larger than what Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness tried to do for the Marvel Universe, unless they're going to do something like that, then I don't need a Madden Web film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm in agreement with with that. I, I feel like these, all of these, like, spinoffs are trying to be Venom, honestly. That's, that's kind of what, because they saw Venom which we had also predicted would fail horribly. And, um, you know, it's still kind of a little bit shocking to me that it didn't. Nope. Uh, you know, we, we saw how, how well Venom did. Yep. You know, and just, you know, and all these the studios saw it, and Sony particularly paid attention to that, and is trying to just make that again. They're trying to squeeze as much as they can out of the Spider-Man property. Um and out of these properties and, and uh, that they own and and I don't know I you know but but I think if I think I, I agree with you guys this not being a Madam Web movie to me just makes more sense to be honest. Have y'all been at all like engaged in like the Morbius Discord and the Morbius like Twitter cult that's been like happening? <laughs> yeah, I'm the ringleader. Oh, well, well, you're the one I need smoke with then. Um, That's the thing that's been happening on the Internet. I was not aware of it at all all until my friends, uh, again, former uh, hosts of the game, the the Throne Tales podcast here on New Generation uh, Podcast Network, um, Billy Torres and James Holly kind of brought it to my attention. And it's kind of why we've seen Morbius randomly trending on weird days that don't make sense and. There's this large yeah. community of people who I think are doing it more as like a joke that yeah, are conti- yeah that are continuing to push this you know, Morbius. Uh, it's so bad that that Sony thought that they were getting 
positive. Like, they thought they were getting real attraction. Yeah. So they re-released the movie only for it to, like, only for it to cost them money in the right. long run because yeah, no one lost. wanted to go see it again. Yeah, they just burned and money. Yeah. That became even an even bigger meme. Now, how Sony was dumb enough to think that people were actually actually excited about the movie now and cost themselves more money in the long run. But yeah, it was, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, so it's just hoping that um, they don't continue to make those kind of mistakes and view uh, what is being done with Morbius as, oh, people actually do like our stuff. Because they, they have a real fan base and real success with what they're doing with Venom. But that is not what's happening with Morbius. So there is this weird um, thing going on with the uh, with the uh, with the weird Morb community on the uh, Morbius Discord. But let, let's get let's shift gears here and let's talk about San Diego Comic Con. So Marvel Studios President Kevin Feige confirms his team will be back with a presence in Hall H at San Diego Comic Con next month. During a virtual press conference with Thor, Love, and Thunder, Feige confirmed the plan, saying, quote, Yeah, we'll be at Comic-Con next month, which we're excited about. The first time since we were on stage there since three years ago, talking about this movie and many others. And now I think almost everything we've discussed three years ago has now been released. So, yes, we're excited to go and talk about the future. We always look at five, ten years ahead, and there's always changes, twists, and turns. But... That's usually as far as we go out, as we go, and then start to build it. Feige has been recently teasing new details on the next saga for Marvel to come, and now Comic-Con appears to potentially be a major event in learning more about what the studio does indeed have in store. Sham, what do you want to hear from Marvel next month at San Diego Comic-Con? Boy, what do I want to hear from Marvel? Well... Um, to be totally honest, I think the thing that I most, uh, want to hear is the word Avengers. Oh, <laughs> in any, interesting. Shape, okay. Um, in any way, shape or form. Um, and even if there's no, even if there's just no talk of what it's about or anything about it, even just if they, even they just, they just dropped a logo or a, an A, that's fashioned a certain kind of way. I'm done. I'm set. They they win Comic Con for me, and I'm just looking forward to the release date. You know, so that's um, so that's kind of where I'm at at this point. Um, you know, of course, I'm hoping to get some X Men stuff, hoping to get some Fantastic Four stuff, and I'm very excited for all of that. Um, it, it's weird. I feel like the X Men stuff is going to be the most hidden now. Even more so than the Avengers, I feel like the we know Avengers another Avengers movie is coming, but the X Men we don't know when that's coming, how that's coming, we don't know anything. Um, so I'm a little actually a little more pessimistic about it, and in terms of us getting any details on it, I feel like if if we feel like we may hear about the mutants and stuff, but it, it won't be revealed at a con, or at least I that's not my guess. Um, but if we do, I might be happy to be proved wrong, but that's just the way that they're moving when it comes to this mutants thing. It doesn't seem like that's something that they're just going to reveal. Um, but I'm hoping to get some Avengers, anything Avengers, and uh, that would excite me. Okay, I, I, that was a, I think a good but surprising answer from Sham talking about wanting stuff for Avengers. We have not had any Avengers news since we saw Endgame, which is now several years ago at this point, three years ago. Uh, Kendall, I'll toss it over to you. What are you uh, looking to see from Marvel next month at Comic Con? Um, look, I mean, obviously, expectation—you know—hopes and dreams and expectations are, are two different, the two different categories. But, um, I mean, what I'm hoping for is some sort of is a is a slate like they've done before in the past, um. So that we have an idea of the next, you know, eight, nine movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not expect that. Uh, okay. Because Marvel, I don't know, Marvel just seems to be pretty pretty tight-lipped right now. And I, I mean, I think they know some of the movies they're coming out with, but, I, I, you know, I don't know if I expect a full plate. I say that now, two weeks from now, it might be a different, might be a different answer. But, um, but yeah, no, right now, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of in... Uh, I want to. I want to see a slate. I want to know. I don't think we're gonna get much in terms of Disney Plus 
and that's just a guess as well. Obviously, Marvel can do whatever they want, but um, I would assume if they're still doing something at D23, which obviously they will be, that they may want to save the Disney Plus-centric stuff for D23 and focus Comic-Con on the movie-centric stuff. Um, and Fantastic Four is probably going to be a big deal, I would assume. Uh, I would I, If we come out of Comic-Con and D23 without any concrete news about Fantastic Four, then Marvel is not doing it. Okay? They're, not, they're not doing their jobs right. They're not uh, effectively doing handling the uh, PR job, PR part of the the job, right? Because um, that's the thing people are most excited about right now that they've concretely told us is happening. So if we don't have any idea about anything about it when you announced it, uh, you know, over a year ago, um, that, I think that would be an issue. Do you, so do you need to do you know who the director is by Comic Con? Um, I mean, obviously they had a switch, so that 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 makes things a little murky. Right. I would rather, I'd almost rather just know uh, who's playing somebody or who's playing okay. the fifth. I think they know who's playing the four. I mean, I've said it before. Right. You know, we'll talk a little bit about that later, but I, I would like to know who that is, even more so than the director, because we already had a director announcement. Give me another director announcement, it means we're back to start. Right. Um. I think it's interesting Kendall mentioned the slate deal because I really didn't think about that. But, you know, I, I decided to go back to 2019 when they did their last Comic-Con and what did they do? What, what did they announce? And they announced the slate for Phase 4. Uh, they yep. announced Black Widow, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. What was interesting is this slate included several Disney Plus shows when they did this. So it was Black Widow, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Eternal, Shang-Chi, WandaVision, Doctor Strange, and the Multiverse of Madness, Loki, What If... Hawkeye and Thor Love and Thunder they also had announced that something was going to happen with Blade um, in that same press conference but they didn't have a, a date I believe but yeah I mean I, I tend to think that a slate will actually happen because of that like they like I don't know I don't feel like Marvel like they're in a position where Feige makes that comment that you know everything we did at the last Comic Con has been released I was kind of like, wow. Like, that was, like, kind of stunning. I was like, really? And I was like, oh, snap. Yeah, that's true. And I looked it up. And I saw, yeah, everything they did, you know, by the time Thor is out, you know, Thor will be out by the time they do Comic-Con. So everything would have been yep. released. We would have seen all the shows. We would have seen all the movies. And then we talk about what we have in store coming up for Marvel. They have a decent amount of movies and shows that have been announced or semi-announced that we still have to get to. But, uh, like, you know, we got, you know, She-Hulk as a TV show. Of course, we're still in the middle of, of, of uh, this uh, Miss Marvel show that's happening. Um, they had the I Am Groot show. They had the, got, They probably have a trailer for Secret Invasion that they could show you either now or I or would hope so. Yeah, I would hope so. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special is also something that they have coming down. Guardians 3, yeah. Yeah, and, but then for movies, like, they have... A decent amount of movies. You got Wakanda Forever, Quantum Mania, Guardians Volume Three, The Marvels. I mean, that's a decent amount. That's already around the same amount they had last time. So, and Fantastic can, Four. right? And it, Fantastic Four doesn't have a date, but yes, Fantastic Four is also in there. And there are plenty <laughs> of other shows that haven't that haven't come out yet, like you know, Armor Wars, Ironheart, and Agatha Harkness. Uh, Agatha. They they you know, they don't Harkness. have to announce anything, like in terms of new projects. Right, they in theory, just, they don't have to. I agree. Yeah, they could just update you on the stuff they've already announced, and it would still be massive. But it just feels. But that like would just go. Way, it would be so long. Yeah, and it also just feels like the way Kevin is talking about how big these the, the plans will be once they kind of announce these plans that you can't do that. That we right. probably would have to know. You know, maybe something about Deadpool three. Um, we're yeah. hearing a lot more comments about that. Like you know, perhaps we didn't have to know something about Daredevil. Uh, a show that yeah. apparently is supposedly supposed to be also in Echo, Echo's another one, by the way. Yeah, Echo's yeah. another announced show that they have. So it's weird. Like they have, like you said, they have a kind of a, they kind of have a, uh, not a log jam, but they kind of have, you know, like a, a backlog of, mm-hmm. of of stuff that has not come out yet that they already announced. I guess the question is how big will they go? Um, I think for me, what I, what I hope to see from them is, 
I think I need a real through line for what we are watching and where this is going and where uh, what are the major themes I should be paying attention to moving forward. Because I, like I've said, I guess last week when we talked about this, like it was very clear very early on that the Infinity Stones and uh, eventual date with Thanos was inevitable shortly after Avengers ended. Um, yep. So like, and, and right now it just feels like we don't have, we have reasons to believe the direction is some kind of multiverse thing that perhaps will lead to a multiverse war that would be, you know, played out in Secret Wars. But there's still a lot of questions to be had about, again, how do you introduce the X-Men? You know, what's the deal with the Fantastic Four? We know Deadpool 3 is happening, and there have been updates about it, but nothing official from actually Marvel Studios. It's been just people working on the project, you know, saying what they're able to say or willing to say. I think I just need to see more of a through line. Like, there's a lot of just cool stuff happening, but not a lot of details. I think one thing that would be important, too, is... Like, seeing, like, actually what these, like, movies will actually be about. Like, I think this may be a, maybe on the smaller end, but, like, Wakanda Forever, like, at the very least, like, we should know, like, they should be announcing that Namor's in the movie and, like, what the hell's going on. Like, I think we should know that by then. That will be July. The movie comes out in November. Your first trailer for the movie is probably coming out a couple months later. They could, in theory, put out a trailer at Comic-Con. That would not be crazy. Like... We should know about what the hell's going on with Black Panther because we have zero answers about what's happening. And I feel like we should know, you know, if you remember last time, uh, not last time, but several years ago, I forgot if it was Comic-Con or D23, but when they did their Captain Marvel presentation, like we learned that the scrolls are going to be introduced for the first time in the Marvel Universe in that, you know, they had a concept art out and stuff. Like, I want to see stuff like that. Like, there's, you know, Ant-Man and the Wasp and Quantumania. That, you know, it's a nice name, but what does that actually mean? Like, you know, I, I know it's going to involve, you know, the quantum realm, but, like, I want to know what the hell these stories are and what we can at least expect on some degree. We don't know much about anything. What the hell is the Marvels going to be? Like, this was supposed to be Captain Marvel 2, and now it's uh, a movie that's going to team up uh, Monica Rambeau with Kamala Khan with uh, Brie Larson's uh, Captain Marvel character. Uh, Carol Danvers, what's going on with that? You know, what is the actual story behind this? Like, there's just a lot of, a lot of, they have a lot of titles. I think that's why, that's why there's this uncertainty because there are a lot of titles that they have, but we don't know really anything about like what the stories are for these titles. And I think for me, that's where this feeling of uneasiness comes in terms of the direction, because even though, as we've pointed out, like there's plenty of stuff that they've announced or that has been talked about to some degree that they could say, okay, here's the stuff, and it wouldn't be anything super new. But if you can't give me the new stuff, which I hope you would, but I'm not banking on, you at least need to tell me what the hell is going on with these films. So that's so that's an interesting perspective. Um, I agree with you, EJ. Um, and Kendall, I think we are going to get a slate. I would be a little shocked if we did not get a slate. Even if, it doesn't even have to be over the next three three years or anything like that. No, but, that last that last slate was only I think two years, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but even if it's just like you know maybe like next year, and then maybe even extend maybe a couple months or it doesn't even have to be like several years. Right. You know, I don't know. I need to know everything that's coming out that's going to be out by 2025. Like, I don't, I don't think that, I don't think we're going to get all of that, especially with how condensed Marvel has become with so many projects coming out. You know, I don't think we're going to get a slate it, or if we did, it's not going to be a complete slate. They're going to release a lot of stuff. I'm sure at D 23, um, as well. So, you know, I, I you know, we're, I think we're going to get a slate, but I think it's going to be a tempered kind of slate. I'm going to guess that D23 is when we get trailers to the things, to the Disney Plus projects that we know about that haven't come out. Maybe even a trailer to... So I look, I think Doctor, I think Black Panther will get a trailer at Comic-Con. That's my guess. But, right. um, but we may not get it, but somebody will see it. Somebody will see something. But... Um, well, I mean, we'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get it. <laughs> and that, honestly, I'll be honest, I think that that's... Black Panther may be one of the few projects where it's like, I don't know if you want to release that to just any, an exclusive group, any, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
I think you want you may want to that that may be something where you have to release that to everybody when it drops. But um, but yeah, no, I think I, I what I, my guess is that we may get actual like announcements of new stuff at Comic Con and the D twenty three will be more so the stuff that we already know about, particularly like, like again like something like Echo or you know uh, Act of Harkness or stuff like that, Secret Invasion especially like right. those updates and things like that will probably be focused on D twenty three. But like EJ mentioned Deadpool, you know, the Thunderbolts we know is happening. Yeah. I'll be surprised, surprised if that's not officially, you know, revealed. You know, World, World War Hulk is something that potentially could get revealed at that point. Um, or maybe that's something they wait till after She-Hulk for whatever reason. So, um, and I'm sure there's plenty of projects that we have no idea. Like, you know, Secret Wars, for example, like uh, if that's a thing, you know, um, you know, and then whatever X Men related thing that they may wind up doing that could potentially get announced at Comic Con. Um, so yeah, this is going to be it's going to be interesting. I mean, who, you know, uh, I mean, you guys mentioned what's the deal with the X Men. Um, you know, we talked about what's the next X Men story, what the next X Men story is going to be, and you know, I think or what, what we're not even next X Men story. We mentioned what's the next phase about. And, you know, in the next Avengers movie, potentially. And it, I wonder, could they introduce the X-Men in an Avengers versus X-Men movie? Maybe that's what they announced. You know? I wonder I, if that's I wanted, possible. I wanted, I wanted to put something to you guys. I mean, I mean, what? It, like, I'll ask you guys yes or no question. Do you think, I saw Rick Kendall because he was just talking. Do you think something involving mutants will be announced at Comic-Con? Um, my gut tells me no. I hope I'm wrong. My gut tells me no, but okay. I think Fantastic Four, you know, okay. More concrete stuff from Fantastic Four will be the the, the headliner. Sham, what about you? No, I don't, I don't say no as well. I mean, hope, again, Silver kind of. Hopefully, I'm wrong. Hopefully, please, Foggy, prove if you're, if you're listening, <laughs> prove me wrong, please. Foggy, if you're listening, prove him wrong, and also uh, email us at newgenerationmedia yeah. at gmail so we can get you and on the podcast. Hop, and hop on the show, Feige, so so we can pick your brain about everything. But, you know, hopefully I'm wrong, but I don't think we will. You know, I really don't think we will. They seem that they don't want to let us to know anything. And I have mixed feelings about it, right? I mean, on the on the one hand, you want to know, but on the other hand, you know, when, you know, Storm shows up in Black Panther 2, you know, I, my head's going to blow up. You know what I mean? So it's like, so it's it's a give and take. Like, I don't know. But, um, but yeah, I, I don't think so. I, if I had to guess, I'd say no. Yeah, I, 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 I want to say yes. I really want to say, <laughs> I want to say yes, that this is going to be made. And that's why Kevin's been. Uh, billing this as a big deal but my gut tells me no my gut still tells me that whatever we get from mutants is going to be done in an actual movie and be revealed kind of post- in a movie yeah some kind of post-credit scene or something that is just not going to be an announcement like it was for fantastic four why uh i think why is more because of the it's going to be very story driven why we actually see mutants appear because it's not just the X-Men that's the issue. It's not just, oh, we need six, seven characters that are mutants and like, what's the big deal? The big deal is like there are a race of species that currently don't exist in the Marvel Studios, you know, the universe that they've created. So it, it's, it comes with not just the X-Men, it comes with this entire race of mutants and you know, regular mutants, mutants who are evil, all the nine. There's going to be something story driven within the Marvel Cinematic Universe that I think will lead us to that that they can't reveal. Whereas something like the Fantastic Four, they could just say they can make any reason why the Fantastic Four shows up. They could do an origin. They could say they could do anything. So that's why I, I lean towards no. But I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope we do get something concrete about. Uh, the mutants in the MCU that will we assume show up at some point. I mean, Kevin Feige he said he said it himself three years ago that he will make an announcement about mutants soon enough. Uh, it's been three years and there has been nothing about mutants since. But and maybe that will change next month. But it will be interesting to take note and follow along. I will say real quick, Comic Con. Yep. If we get anything X Men, 
I think, and also anything Fantastic Four, which I, I'd be shocked if we don't get anything Fantastic Four, but uh, it'll be at Comic-Con. It's not going to be at D23. I agree with you. Like we thought, we thought, you I know, a month ago when we or when we talked about there being no Comic-Con, eh, I guess it'll all be at D23. Now, if you're going to do both, it's got to be at comic Yeah, because Comic-Con is a bigger event. Yeah. It's, it's a bigger event. It's the summer event. And it's like, it's kind of like, I'm trying to make a app comparison. I don't know. It's kind of like, Almost. you know, it's kind of like back in the day, like debuting, like you're like a New York City rapper and like, you know, you're Jay-Z in 2001. Like you bet you got to drop TakeOver on Hot 97 and have Funk Flex with his bombs playing it. Like that's just like just for the historical records of of what's right. going on, like that has to happen. You can't put it on. Or I, th- I think about you know, wrestling. you can't go to MTV or whatever. Like you got to go to BET one hundred five and one hundred six in Park and debut the the music video there. You know, it, it's just yeah, it just has to happen that way. I, I think about wrestling. Like you have a you have somebody's a big person coming back or something like that. I think it's it's like it's got to be WrestleMania as opposed to SummerSlam. Ideally, you right. know, depending on how the dates line up because. You know, you prefer that person to be, you know, you prefer that person to have their their moment at WrestleMania. Yeah, the and, biggest and moment possible, you work biggest event possible, and yeah, D twenty three is a great event, and I hope to go one day, just like I hope to go to San Diego Comic Con. But San Diego Comic Con, like Marvel, is like the backbone of San Diego Comic Con. I would argue more so than D twenty three because Disney has such a large library and so many other things going on that you know Comic Con, the heart of Comic Con, is what Marvel and DC created with the heroes that they created over the last, you know, 60, 70, 80 years. So, yeah, for the culture, it has to be done there. Speaking of DC, on the flip side, Warner Discovery is also said to have a presence at San Diego Comic-Con, but DC's role at the convention is expected to be subdued. Movies such as The Flash and Blue Beetle that are set to come out in 2023 will now not have panels regardless of presence as they are considered too far out for any panel to have a meaningful impact. According to the Hollywood reporter, DC also reportedly have no, will reportedly have no presence on the convention floor with shows like Superman and Lois, the flash and the upcoming supernatural prequel because the network is uh, dealing with a pending sale. So these moves come as CEO David Zaslav as reportedly made big changes to the studio's approach to events like this. Kendall, is it smart in your eyes for DC to take a step back at Comic-Con this year? And what is your, what is your thoughts on why this is happening like this? Um, well, I mean, to me, it's, you know, I, I like, I feel like Zaslav is taking the, 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 the New York Knicks strategy of, we don't have to. We don't have to say anything, right? You know, like we don't have to do a press conference, or we don't have to. If we don't. If we don't want to do it, we don't have to do it because right now they're in a they're in a situation where they've got all these things that. I mean, again, they're saying, "Oh, it's too far out to hold a panel." And like Marvel, they're talking about stuff five years from now. Like they talked about Fantastic Four, <laughs> you know, when when you know they didn't even have a date, you know, and Kevin Feige was talking about mutants five, you know, two two or three years ago. So. I mean, you can talk about stuff down the line if you really want to, but, um, but right now, I think they don't know what they're gonna do. So if you're inheriting a situation where, you know, if Comic Con was in like New York Comic Con, like in October, they in theory probably could could get something lined up because they have a more of an uh, they have a better idea of where they're going. I don't know if they have an idea. They have an idea, but I don't know if they know concretely exactly what they're gonna be doing three years from now. So. It makes sense uh, why they want to scale back and why they don't want to have all the announce- announcements and, and this and that. But um, yeah, yeah, it's it. And then you also wonder. Obviously, we always talk about what do these companies know? You know, mm. in terms of industry. You know, people talking the industry, people talking Hollywood. Do maybe they know what Marvel's got, and they're like, we just got to get out of the way. You know, yeah. Uh, I'm we get out of the way, because if we if we start dropping all of our cool stuff and then Marvel comes with something 
way cooler than we got, which we know the stuff they got in the chamber just is way cooler than anything DC's got. It's automatically. They may not drop it, but if they want to, it'll be automatically way cooler than what Marvel, what DC's got. So if they decide to go with the heavy artillery, then it's better to be it's, it's smart for them to try and get out of the way, just like Marvel did with Batman, allegedly. You know, right? Um, where they had Doctor Strange, and and I look, I'll be the one to say it, man. If Doctor Strange would have came out right next to Batman, I would have been like, man, that Doctor Strange movie, man, what a disappointment that was <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> compared wow. to Batman. Hot take there. You know? uh, <laughs> so, um, and it, it, you know, it got helped. It got helped, I think, by separating itself from from Batman. So, um, yeah, yeah, I think that's that could be part of it, but. Uh, other than that, I think, you know, just Zaslav's inclusion a couple of months before Comic-Con doesn't, you know, doesn't make things easy. Yeah, Sham, I mean, when I look at this, I, mm-hmm. I feel like, one, I think Kendall definitely can be onto something about what DC may know about what's in store for Comic-Con from Marvel's end, and knowing the issues they have they may like the flash movie. they may feel like their flash movie is great and that it's going to be a big game changer but knowing that they either can try to go out there and promote it knowing that they have someone who's extremely disturbed that is leading that movie or they could decide to just punt and just let marvel have their day because they can't afford to try to combat that with blue beetle that is interesting but it speaks to me sham when I hear, you know, we were just talking about all these movies that Marvel has and shows they have, some that are announced, some that are not announced, all these potentially being in play for them to announce something at Comic-Con. It's wild to me to see, apparently, DC's thought process, or maybe just, you know, Zaslav's thought process being that movies that are set to come out next year won't have anything, they're, they're, they're too far out for any panel to have any meaningful impact that's that's weird like isn't that not a weird statement to you like that's next year we're not talking about 2025 or 2026 where you're like yeah i mean you don't have any film maybe you don't have a director maybe you don't have a cast like yeah you don't really have much to show so i can understand that but 2023 that's next year i mean those these movies the flash has already been shot blue beetle is being shot we already know, I think Batgirl may have wrapped shooting as well. If it didn't wrap, they're close to wrapping. Like, they have stuff in the chamber. Yeah, it and doesn't make him, sense. Like, for them to say that... that is, yeah, it's too... Yeah, right. It, it's for them to say that it, it's too far out for any panel to have meaningful impact. I mean, we had a Batman trailer for a movie that came out two years later at Fandom. Yep. What the hell is he talking about? I mean, I won't say he, because I don't know who... I don't know if this is straight from Zaslav or whatever... But what is DC thinking in that regard? That seemed like a weird statement. Uh, well, how did you take that? Yeah, it was definitely an odd statement. Uh, like you guys say, it doesn't really make any sense. Um, so I tend to believe that this is connected to something else. I agree with Kendall that I mean Marvel's going to be coming with, um, I would imagine, quite a bit of things. More than likely some kind of slate announcement. Um, and DC doesn't have much of a slate uh, compared to what Marvel's got, especially. Um, I also think that um, DC is coming off of, well, first of all, DC has a, they're not going to, I don't think they're going to show anything flash considering all the Ezra Miller stuff that's going on. And DC has some projects coming up, but I mean, they showed off some stuff at Fandom and black adam they just showed off a bunch of stuff um you know i i don't i mean they have they have some things but nothing that's you know nothing at this point that i think is gonna that i think is is worth having like a major major presence um right now i mean i'm looking forward to aquaman um but i don't know if i mean i don't know if they want to give aquaman a panel um and uh blue beetle i don't i don't i mean i have i have high expectations for blue beetle but aquaman, yeah and real quick on aquaman remember the whole amber yeah. i forgot about the amber heard thing yeah and amber heard the so whole you got, amber so you got miller on one end and you got heard on the other 
for two movies so that, that are coming out fairly soon. Gonna be, people are going to be looking at that with a microscope as well. Yeah. Um. So it's just there's kind of a lot going on with Warner Brothers Discovery, and a lot of it's self inflicted, to be honest. Yes. In terms of how they're handling their their talent, um, you know, and their their lack of lack of accountability, lack of transparency, um, and uh, you know, very and their willingness to let uh, foolishness um, to just to just let it go and hope it goes away, and thinking that that's how you resolve issues. So you know, that I, I think they're just they're just kind of. Uh, left in a position where they don't they don't really have anything to give and they're just gonna wait they're sitting it out for, for the most part they're sitting out comic-con they're like look you can go see our comic book panel you can go see our animated show panel but there's gonna be much there and uh you know hopefully down the line maybe we get some an update on the batman or something it feels to me guys that the state of chaos that dc currently is in is being very understated I think I and and maybe this is how I feel. I I feel like it is as chaotic as maybe it's been since Zack Snyder's departure from Justice League in regards to what the future of DC actually holds. Because this this just seems first of all like you know you know it, I don't think it's an accident that you know Zaslav is just all over every single article that comes out about what the plans are with DC. Those the uh, I think it was the Joker article I want to say where they they refer to him as someone who's a notorious micromanager. Like I get the impression that like Zaslav's come in with a hatchet, and he is yeah. just and he's coming for heads, and he's like, "Yo, this is not happening. That's not happening. We're moving this. This is done. I like this. We'll go forward with this." And they don't have real leadership. I think and I say they don't have real leadership because uh, even though he's the CEO, he's not the leader of DC. He's trying to look for somebody to lead DC. But I like this is bad. Like I, I don't and then, and then the movies that they do have that are good to go or ready to go, there are these major clouds hanging over them with the Miller and Hurd situation to the point where they don't know what to do with the Flash. You know, Aquaman. I think they feel like they could figure something out because at least her isn't Aquaman, like you know the title character in the in the movie, but. Like they 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 have major major issues and I don't know I think these articles we see that keep coming out are like them I think is is like the, are the trades trying to kind of ring the alarm that like things are not going very well but I don't think that a lot of people realize I think that is an absolute mess and nothing can be taken for granted maybe with the exception of the Joker and the Batman two are happening at DC post whatever has been shot i think everything else or anything you have any ideas you may have i wouldn't put any a penny put any of it as a lock at this point yeah yeah i mean i'm in agreement uh with you with you there ej i mean i i really things just don't seem to be in a in a very good spot now i think that how these next movies go how black adam goes how um, how Aquaman goes, um, and even how the Flash goes, uh, you know as well. How these movies go is gonna is gonna say a lot. Now, I have been um, very much it, 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 praising Hamada, Walter Hamada, for the job he's done, considering uh, everything that was going on before he arrived. Um, uh, in terms of the, just the quality, quite frankly, the quality of the content, um, even if it, it wasn't, it didn't feel as interconnected as Marvel. Um, and with this, no, now with this Warner Brothers Discovery merger, you know, conglomerate and Zaslav and his new ideas and and all that stuff, I guess we'll see how everything goes. But you know, when it's all said and done, it's how are the movies? And and the show and or the shows, you know, whatever's coming on HBO Max as well. So uh, yeah, I guess we got to see. Let's finish the show, shifting gears back to Marvel. So John Krasinski made his MCU debut as Reed Richards in Marvel's Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. But is this a case of grand opening, grand closing? Because Krasinski's character saw his demise at the hands of the Scarlet Witch in that movie. 
and recent comments from Sam Raimi have some fans questioning if he has any future in the MCU moving forward. Speaking with the direct, Raimi elaborated on Kevin Feige's decision to cast Krasinski as Richards, saying, quote, It's so funny that Kevin casted John because fans had a dream of who the perfect Reed Richards would be, and because this is an alternate universe, I think Kevin said, let's make that dream come true. I've always really enjoyed all of his performances. This, to me, sounds a lot like Krasinski's entry being contingent on his appearance taking place in an alternate universe and not in the 616 universe where the main continuity of the MCU exists. Sham, does this comment read to you in that same way? Does it raise any doubt that Krasinski will be Reed Richards in any future projects? Um, it, I mean, it's hard not to see to read it that way when you just hear how, how he says it. Um, I mean, look, I, I know Krasinski isn't the only person that can play Reed Richards. Um, to me, I, I mean, I'm, I'm open to, to other people, uh, but whoever they get better be good. You know, if they were to get somebody else, he needs to be very good. And he doesn't even need to be a name, but he needs to be very good. Uh, similar to how Tom Holland, I didn't, we didn't know who the, who the heck he was. Um, but he is a, he's a damn good Spider-Man. So, the, you know, if they do get a different Reed Richards, it, it would have to be a similar situation. Um, uh, but it would be, I feel like this is just, I, I wouldn't necessarily call this, call this a Ralph Boner situation, but it's giving the same energy, <laughs> you know, it's very much giving the very, very same energy, you know, this kind of just troll energy. And it's strange because, um, you know, it, it, a lot of times you see Feige as someone who is in, in touch with in it kind of in sync with the fans, similar to how me and Kendall view um and others see people like Dave Filoni when you're looking at Star Wars, someone who kinda is probably someone who someone who is creating content that is probably most in sync with the fans as you can follow. Yeah, he knows exactly what the fans want. Most in sync with the fans as you can hope someone would be. And you you kind of see Feige as similar. But this is very, very not in sync with the fans. If he were to just kind of troll or something like this, and the, the Quicksilver situation was very, also very out of sync uh, with the fans. I mean, wait, now wait, which we, situation you said? The Quicksilver, Ralph Quick, Boner. Quicksilver, right, right. Yeah, yeah, the Quicksilver situation. Um, you know, it was very out of sync with the fans as well. Right. So. Um, but this, I feel like this would be worse because this is Reed Richards. It's not Quicksilver, you know, so this, so I don't know. So, you know, we'll see what happens. It's not, to me, it's not a good sign. Um, and I'm not, you know, raising any kind of, you know, ringing any bells, raising any alarms or anything like that, but it's definitely not a good sign. Okay, Sham, I'm a bit concerned about this, these comments regarding Krasinski's casting. Kendall, do you share that same concern? about Krasinski perhaps being a one and done in the MCU. Um I don't share the same concern. I know Shamari's been a big he's been the president of the Krasinski yes, for the, sure. the Reed, for Reed Richards uh yeah. you know club, but I'm I haven't been banging that drum. You know, I think Krasinski is Reed Richards would be fine. Um it's almost a little too fan casty for me to get all the way behind it, not because he wouldn't do a good job, but just only only almost because it's almost it's almost too obvious. You know, like it's like ah, uh, you know. But it's it, it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been an issue. I mean, I loved it in, in Doctor Strange. I thought yeah. that was cool. And to be um, fair, we saw them do that with uh with Samuel L. Jackson's Nick Fury. Yeah. Which is a while yeah, exactly. back, but they, they have they have employed this fan service thing before. Yes. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, 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 it you know, would have been cool. Um, certainly. And I mean, the costume he had was awesome. Um, so, so that would have been, that would have been encouraging, but I think there's certainly other actors that, that could play the role. Um, you know, it, I mean, that's a character that I certainly could, could wound up getting, you know, race, 
you got race bending the characters you really wanted to. Um, you know, you can do whatever you I mean, I think I think it's a character that has a pretty blank slate. I thought Miles Teller did a pretty good job. Um you know, and and we have, I don't think we've had a bad Reed Richards yet. So I think to me, I think that's a that's a very open uh case. Um and we've heard plenty of names and we're gonna hear more. Uh, but I also think that one's going to be hard to pick. Like, not going to be hard to pick, but it's going to be hard to guess. I think there's going to be somebody, um, and it could want to be somebody that we don't expect. Um, one name that I've uh, that I've heard sort of bandied about, that's sort of not the new John Krasinski for for sure, but um, a name that's that's be, that's starting to to get some buzz is, is Jason Sudeikis after. Uh, uh, Ted Lasso the, and the the popularity there, you know, there's been some rumors that he may be uh, showing up in Marvel, and you wonder if Reed Richards would be the would be the spot there. Hmm. Interesting. So, I tell you, what, I mean, for me, first of all, I think Sudeikis would be a really solid choice for Reed Richards. If yeah, he'd be awesome where they want to go. I mean, Sudeikis is a really good actor really good comedian um 46 but i think that's kind of the that's really kind of the wheelhouse you want for a reed richards character if you're doing a more advanced age reed richards which is usually the reed richards you see um, right not the miles teller you know right just got out of high school yeah kid college kid or just got out of college kid. let's live it up guys (laughs) Um, (laughs) yeah i would i I would be cool with sudeikis I, yeah, I'm kind of with Kendall in that. Like, I, 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 Krasinski being fantastic, being Reed Richards was cool and fine with me. I think that to me, I, I personally didn't really subscribe so much to the, oh, this is just like, I felt like it had to happen because just the fan service, the fan thing got out of control and there was so much smoke that this was going to happen that I was like, okay, it's got to happen. But for me, I think. The appeal I had with Reed, with, excuse me, with John, <laughs> now I'm calling me Richards, with John as Reed was the package deal potentially with Emily Blunt as Sue Storm. She didn't right. sound interested at all in being a part of this. But that to me always made sense because I thought them as Reed and Sue made a lot of sense, even more so than just John individually as Reed. I, as soon as I saw Reed go out the way he did, which was very sad. I immediately felt like I don't know if this is the guy they're gonna then turn around and cast as Reed Richards moving forward. I mean, he had an embarrassing death. It was you know, it wasn't like oh he he put up a good fight like he was out of there really quickly, and you know in wrestling terms he jobbed to the Scarlet Witch. Now whatever iteration of the Reed Richards we would see would obviously be from a different universe and maybe they'll try to build as this guy is much smarter and much better than the Reed Richards we just saw but I don't know the Reed Richards we just saw you know got Doctor Strange out of there and beat Thanos like with the Illuminati so he couldn't have been that weak I, I don't I, I kind of felt like they they kind of kneecapped the potential for that character by doing that though even even though there's still a lot of fans I think the majority of the fans Still want to see Krasinski, which was shocking to me. I thought they did that on purpose to say, okay, now we can go and do what we want to do. We gave you guys what you wanted to see, and it was a really great cameo. So this does give me doubt that he's going to be Reed moving forward. Because I do read these comments from Sam pretty, you know, literally. When he says that, you know, his thought was, hey, this is an alternate universe, so we can do whatever the fans want here. And it's an easy win. And it makes sense from Kevin's from, from Kevin Feige's standpoint. Uh, that to think that way, I don't know if I would have done that though. For me, like I, I, I feel like he should have understood that, regardless of what the ending was going to be for Krasinski's Reed Richards, that there would be then an appetite for Reed Richards to eventually be the Fantastic Four's Reed Richards moving forward for the MCU. Now I, I think they're kind of in this no man's land where people are expecting this to continue with john and i don't i don't think kevin, i don't think kevin feige wants him i think kevin feige wants to go in a different direction and i think he yeah. probably will 
It's sort of like a that, draft. Is, that, like is a just going to, that is just going to anger a lot of people. I don't, it doesn't, whether he's right or wrong or whatever, people are going to be upset about it when it happens. It's like a GM that, like, you have a draft pick, and it's like all the fans want this guy. And the GM's like, God brought him in for a workout. And it's like, yeah, we're not drafting. You know, <laughs> right, and yeah. like, you just know, like, Feige doesn't want him. Like, he got, he literally brought him in. Like, you know, like, they could, they worked the deal out. He, I don't think he wants him as, as, Reed Richards, um, either that or Krasinski doesn't want to be Reed Richards long term. It's one of the two, or whatever. Like you said, it could, maybe it could be. I don't want Krasinski by himself. Like, yeah, if it's maybe not he couldn't get deal. maybe he couldn't get Emily Blunt. Yeah, yeah, and then it was like, well, then we have to go in a different direction altogether. Um, I mean, the one that the, the the MCU fan casting that I want. That that I you know Shamari's the president of the Krasinski for Reed Richards fan club. I am the president of the. We need to get Cillian Murphy as a as Doctor Doom fan club because, uh, you know he is a he is he I feel like he is the quintessential actor to play Victor. We need to get him in the MCU. Period. I, I know feel like I feel like Cillian Murphy Nolan. is just yeah. I feel like Cillian Murphy is just overall very like underrated and undervalued yes like just as an actor yeah yeah, he's a fantastic actor i mean he's very he's very popular now he's kind of on the rise again as well yes his show peaky blinders Blinders is huge yeah netflix is fantastic (laughs) i highly highly recommend it um and just all the movies he's been in he's he's a great actor he's a great actor absolutely imagine him playing dr doom i mean i like our guy uh, Julian McMahon, you know, me, Shamari love Julian McMahon, but uh, <laughs> right. he would blow him out the water, you know. Jonah, I mean, he was great and obviously in Runaways, and he's, I thought he was very good as Victor Ron Doom, but wouldn't even be close. And no, don't even get me started on whoever played him in, uh, forgot his name, dude played him in the new one. Yeah, I think for his sake, I'm not even gonna yeah, give talk. him his name. We don't even talk about that. Yeah, that's how we, embarrassing that performance was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and yeah, Murphy Murphy is a stud. Like I said, I feel like he in many ways is undervalued for how good he is. And he, I think, feels to me like he's kind of like, he's like, that's like the last thing he needs for his like resume. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he just needs that. Like he's been nominated for a Golden Globe. Um, he's been in, in big movies as secondary characters. Uh, he did get to play Scarecrow in uh, the Dark Knight trilogy. You know, but he's but, a forgotten super, superhero. Yeah, Rage was more the main villain. He was kind of secondary, though. A hell of a performance in that movie by him. And he missed out on... Um, he was second behind Bale to play Bruce Wayne, you know? Right. And so they gave him the... They just gave him the, the, the Scarecrow. It was like you say, he was great there. But, man... You know, he said the MCU, man, that that would be – it's either – I mean, Magneto would be a secondary choice, but I think he'd be better as Doctor Doom. I – oh, him or Magneto or Doctor Doom for Murphy. I, I could see both. I think he has the Doctor Doom look more than he does Magneto. I, I feel like – I agree. I feel like Magneto would be a more of a challenge for him that I'd almost be more interested in seeing how he would pull it off. If that makes sense. So, so are we done with Fastbender as Magneto already? No, 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 no. I'm not I mean, saying look, that. Fastbender's option one. Oh, like, well, yeah, obviously. Fastbender. <laughs> yeah, let's, we're, let's, we're keep, this in, let's these... keep this in perspective. Of course, we, yeah. we would love to have Michael back. Michael is, uh, <laughs> you know, fantastic as Fastbender. But in a world where it's going to be new people as these X Men characters, if you did Murphy, I think you could do a lot worse. Definitely a lot worse. And I feel like you don't like me, the Daniel Craig. No, Daniel Craig and Wandavision. No, 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 definitely, no definitely, definitely not. Definitely not. I, I, I feel like Murphy. I feel like it would be like as I said, like while maybe Doctor Strange, Doctor Doom, sorry, is more of a one for one match. There, I, he, I think he'd do a hell of a job, Magneto too, and I think that we actually will maybe see a certain range from him that we have not seen quite yet from him. Because he's kind of used to playing, like, the kind of, like, uh, what's the word? Like, awkward, kind of uh, distant, 
villain character like that kind of character like fits very well with him and dr doom would be right up his alley magneto i think would would force him to have a little bit of more teeth to like his righteousness and his cause that maybe we don't necessarily have like his characters i think when he's played villains have been pretty straightforward evil like i would like to see him try that i think he would do a good job yeah, like he's got the wooden sort of Doctor Doom thing going, but right. he could. But like you said, there's another See, level of emotion with, and range. With his talent, you know that there's more there that he could potentially do if they gave him a shot. You know, it it it, it is uh it is it is it is fascinating to ponder these questions and and think about these people who could be playing these roles, and hopefully, in about a month's time or less than a month's time at this point, we will know who will be playing these characters because as we said at the top of the show kevin feige is saying that marvel will have a big big uh presentation at san diego comic-con he's been teasing for weeks that some big stuff for the next phase of marvel next saga not even next phase next saga for marvel movies will be announced very soon so you know i can't wait i know my guys can't wait that's gonna do it though for this edition of new generation hero talks i want to thank my guys Shamari and Kendall for being on the show as always. Of course, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, make sure you check out all of our episodes on the New Generation Podcast Network. You can find that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Also, be sure to check us out on YouTube, New Generation Media. Make sure you follow us on social media as well. We're on Twitter, New Generation Pod, Instagram, New Generation Podcast. And follow us individually on social media. You can find Shamari on Instagram and Snapchat, MCSham22. You can find Kendall on Twitter, New Gen Ken, and you can find me on Twitter, EJ underscore Stewart, and on Instagram, Action EJ. Thank you guys so much again for checking us out. For Kendall, for Shamari, I'm EJ. Take it easy, guys. Peace.